This is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Corey provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles. Hello and welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. If you would like more information about what you hear during our show today, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And if you go to our website, you can click on that radio page. You can check out some past shows, but you can also subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, feel free on our website to check out our uh, blog page. And if you want to, uh, you can visit us at on YouTube at just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group and you can watch some different types of videos on um, different types of financial topics. And of course, please don't hesitate to reach out to us if you have any questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face meeting, a Zoom call, or even a conference call. Now today, we're going to talk about something that represents an important component of many Americans' retirement strategies, as well as the biggest purchase they may also make ever, and that's their home. You know, through the COVID-19 pandemic, even though it's, you know, the economy has changed in both temporary and per, you know, permanent ways, it hasn't dampened the dream of home ownership for plenty of Americans out there. So we're going to look at some of the reasons you should buy a home, as well as why home ownership may not be wise, you know, a wise financial move for everyone out there. Everyone's situation is different. In our final segment, we'll address some of the advantages and perks of being a long-term renter as well. But before we kind of get into the pluses and minuses of home ownership, let me introduce to you this week and every week, and that's my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? <laughs> I'm great, Corey. Thanks for having me on the show. Wow. Uh, we're going to talk about a lot today. That sounds like quite a topic. And I think it's a good one for a lot of folks out there, especially if you're thinking about retirement or downsizing. But yeah, I've had a great week. This last weekend, I actually drove down and visited my parents, which was great. I got to spend some time with my mom, and that's always good. So, uh, And my dad had to be out of town, so I hung out with my mom and uh, just made sure she was okay while dad was out. And I think uh, that was fun. You know, it was good to see them again. It's always good to see family. I hadn't seen them a while, but uh, now that uh, they've had their, you know, shots and seem to be doing better, uh, I can visit them a little more often, which is nice. And uh, hopefully we're getting back to some kind of normalcy here. Uh, How have you been, Corey? What what have you been up to? You know, uh, I've been good. You know, we were talking before the show today, Tony, and I know your grandfather turned 100, which is a, that's a pretty big milestone to hit. So, (laughs) yeah, um, Yeah, I also saw him. They live on the same farm. So we, we get to celebrate my grandfather's 100th birthday. And he's yeah. going strong, Corey. It's one thing to turn 100 nowadays. More and more people are, as you you know, you've talked about longevity on the show. But my grandfather is mentally sharp, and he still works on the farm, and he still drives, 
And so, uh, yeah, the local newspapers were out to interview him and TV stations. So uh, he's doing great. And uh, he's all excited because he got over 100 cards in the mail. Like, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. It's a great, it's a great you, milestone to hit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it really is. Well, you know, home ownership, a great topic today. And, and it's something, you know, it, we've kicked it around a little bit. I'm excited. We're focusing on it. I'm really intrigued when you say we'd spend some time talking about why home ownership might not be for everybody. So how do you want to get this conversation rolling? Yeah, you know, you know, usually about every week, you know, Tony, we use an article that kind of that I that that you know we've read and we kind of discuss. And today we're going to use an article, you know, titled the the from the balance, and it's eight reasons to buy a home. So the first reason you may, you know, want to buy a home is because of the simple pride of ownership, right? You hear that a lot. That pride comes from knowing that because it's your house, it's your rules. Um, you do own it, right? But, you know, you want to, you know, paint the kitchen walls hot pink or whatever color you want to paint them. Uh, white seems like it's a pretty uh, thing to paint kitchens right now, but um, but it's your call. You can do what you want. You know, you want to build a full wall of shelves to display your you know, Star Wars action figure collection or whatever you want to be able to do, right? <laughs> right. So, so, but once you own the place, you know, that long list of rules that comes with renting goes, you know, kind of out the window. Um, you can create your own damage within the house too, right? So when it comes to, to your finances, your home may increase in value over time, which may create future equity, which I think a lot of people, um, that's the, probably the main reason why they do purchase a home. Yeah, that equity uh, you build that up, and that's like uh, that's a that's a great place to, you know, that's a great source for retirement income for a lot of people too. But you're right. I mean, pride of ownership and and potential equity; those are both elements of home ownership that resonate at least with you know with me, my wife and I. And like a lot of people, I started in my twenties in apartments with roommates, and you know, I had a lot of fun and made a lot of friends that way, but there's nothing like the feeling when something hands, you know, somebody hands you those keys and it's your own home. That's very true. And there's a lot of excitement with that first purchase too. Um, but let's talk a little bit about appreciation because it's clearly something that many people are banking on when they do purchase a home. You know, although the real estate market, um, you know, in Columbus right now, it's kind of really going through the roof. I mean, it right now it is a uh, uh, a seller's market, so it's a good you know it's a great tool when you're you know house shopping is the federal housing agency or the house or the the federal housing finance agency's house price index tool, which is available on their website at fhfa.gov, and with it you can track the history of home values in a given community and neighborhood. But uh, you know, right now in the Columbus market, it is you know, you can make so much money right now um or you know from the appreciation from your home just just the way things are but here's the thing i think a lot of people need to understand is we don't know what it's going to be five ten years from now well that's right you don't and you know if you buy a home though when you're still young with the goal of downsizing when you retire 
that potential home appreciation you're talking about can really come in handy. So what's next? Well, you know, another possible upside when you do own your home is mortgage interest deduction. In fact, depending on your circumstances, you may be even able to, you know, view your home as something of a tax shelter because tax rates tend to favor homeowners. For some taking advantage of the mortgage interest deduction, it can be a factor behind the decision to dive into home ownership. Now, the key is to keep your mortgage balance below the price you paid for your home because that way your mortgage interest may be entirely deductible on your tax return. And that can work in your favor for an extended period of time as interest can be the largest element of a, you know, that monthly mortgage payment for years. But I will say this, you know, Tony, right now in order to get that mortgage interest deduction, you do have to file or you got to itemize your tax returns. Interesting. And isn't it also true that a homeowner can deduct some of their property taxes? That's true. Um, IRS Publication 530, it's actually a great resource for new homeowners and explains that in general, you can deduct your state and local property taxes. We should also note that many homeowners pay their property taxes, you know, already within their monthly mortgage payments. So you should be aware that to fully utilize the interest and property tax deductions, you, you you will need to itemize your deductions because of the increased standard deduction that kicked in with the 2017 tax cuts in Jobs Act. Some homeowners may, may determine that the standard deduction is a better strategy, and that standard deduction is pretty close to right around twenty five thousand dollars for you know for uh, a married couple. Okay, and and I know just a little bit about capital gains. Uh, there's a capital gains exclusion for homeowners. Tell us more about that. Yeah, that's a that's a great question, Tony. You know, if you've lived in your home for a minimum of two years or two out of the last five years when you sell it, you can exclude as much as two hundred and fifty thousand for an individual and five hundred thousand dollars for a married couple of the profit from capital gains. Additionally, you don't have to buy a replacement home or upgrade. Now you can use this exclusion on your taxes every two years, which essentially means you could sell a home every two years and enjoy the profits without taxes. Now, of course, there are some limitations, of course, and the best way to do that is probably talk with your CPA. Sure, sure. And uh, wow, that's really good. And it sounds like there are some outstanding financial benefits that do come with home ownership. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely agree with you. And and here's another one. You know, if you make more money when you sell your home than is allowable with the exclusion, that money can be categorized as a capital gain as long as you've owned your home for more than a year. And that benefits your wallet because capital gains are taxed um, lower than your standard income tax in some cases, right? So if you're in a 22% tax bracket, um, odds are your capital gains is only going to be 15 so um, now I will say this, you, all, you always need to be able to consult with a CPA, tax professional to discuss your you know, specific tax situation, which is why we have a CPA here in-house um, that, that our clients have access to. Yeah, and you should do it in conjunction with working with a financial professional, a financial advisor who's looking at the big picture. Uh, CPAs often look at current or uh, you know, past uh, but you really need that overall view and how it ties in with everything else, with your retirement, your retirement funds, your, you know, if you're getting Social Security or a pension or your other income if you're not yet retired. So I think that's really important to do. And we've had a great discussion so far today, Corey, but we need to take a quick break. Is there anything you want to add before we do? 
Yeah, Tony, you know, I definitely urge our listeners out there today to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or feel free to give us a call at 614-760-0670. When you do call in, we can really discuss on how I'm going to be able to answer any questions or address any concerns about your path towards retirement. You know, it's our goal at Safe Harbor to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. And the best way to do that is to set up that initial complimentary no obligation meeting with me where we can create a financial plan. If you don't have one, if you do have one, we'll we'll provide that second set of eyes and give you that second opinion. Again, all you need to do is call 614-760-0670. All right. Thanks. And we're going to be right back with more of the pros and cons of home ownership here on Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickles. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Safe Harbor Retirement Group at 614-760-0670 or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. Welcome back to Financially Fit Radio. My name is Corey Sickles from Safe Harbor Retirement Group and Wealth Advisors. Now, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, just give me a call at 614-760-0670, or you can always visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And you can always go to our, uh, on our website, you can go to our radio page, you can always subscribe to our show on, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or even listen to some past shows right from the website. Also, feel free to check out our blog page at safeharboroh.com. And if you want to venture on over to YouTube, you can watch some videos um, on different types of financial topics. Just type in Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Now, during our show today, we've been discussing some of the pros and cons of buying a home. You know, during our first segment, we addressed some of the clear benefits of owning a home. Now it's time to kind of take a look at some of the reasons why you may not want to buy a home. Right. And uh, this has been a really interesting topic today. And uh, I mean, we're all inundated with advertising that paints a clear picture that home ownership is as American as apple pie. But like you say, home ownership probably isn't for everyone, right? Yeah. And we're going to kind of discuss that here, Tony. And I'm going to use another article from The Balance, which is titled Why You Shouldn't Buy a House. And it has, I think, some really good insights that I think will be helpful for a lot of our listeners out there today. You know, the first reason not having is a down payment can probably be categorized as a good old-fashioned common sense. Unless you qualify for a VA loan, you know, or a first-time homebuyer program, you're going to need a down payment that can range anywhere from roughly 3.5% of the sales price for an FHA loan to at least 10% of the sales price for a con, you know conventional loan. So, you know, that first time you're coming up with that down payment might be a little bit tough for a lot of new homeowners out there. Well, yeah, and for a lot of people, a down payment it would be no small matter. I mean, based on your comments about down payments, I'm guessing credit or the lack thereof could impact your ability to buy a home. Yeah, you're exactly right, Tony. You know, your credit plays a major role in your ability to purchase a home, too. 
you know, if your credit score is south of 620, you might find it hard to find a lender willing to do business with you. And if you do find one, it's quite possible that your interest rates and fees, you know, could just be out of this world. So obviously a higher interest rate means a higher monthly mortgage payment. FHA, you know, FHA loans are slightly more, you know, permissive with credit scores of five, 580 still sometimes qualifying. In fact, as the article notes, nearly 20% of all home buyers have credit scores below 600. So while bad credit might not be completely disqualifying, it's likely to you know to make your path to home you know home ownership a little bit more challenging. Because let's face it, you know the higher interest rates you have, the lower buying power you have for the purchase of that house. Well, sure, and it's going to cost you more. So it's yet another reason to keep an eye on that credit score and ensure it's as healthy as you can possibly make it. Now, what else do you have for us? Well, you know, Tony, a high debt ratio is another potential, you know, hurdle for home ownership as well. You know, though lenders are often, you know, changing their standards when it comes to debt ratios, the percentage you're left with when you divide your monthly debt payments by your monthly income should really hit that sweet spot of about 43%. So if your current debt is gobbling up more than half of your monthly income, you probably aren't in a position to add a monthly mortgage payment to the mix. Right. And when friends and family of mine ask me about how do I tell if I'm ready to buy a home? One of the things I ask them, are you happy with your job and is your job stable? Because the answer to either one of those questions, if it's no, I tell them, well, then you aren't ready because you need a steady job. Yeah, Tony. And that's really great advice. You, you know, when you tell your friends or anybody, really, you know, yeah. if you if you have any inkling that your job might not be there, months down the road, you should avoid, you know, saddling yourself with a mortgage. Um, yeah. As the balance, you know, as the balance explains, foreclosures listings are full of people who are in that position because they lost their job. And let's face it, we're in a pandemic. So you really need to think twice about it if, if you're going through that process right now. For sure. And to me, it's important for people to not succumb to that myth of the American dream and buy a home before you're ready. I, I think that happens. I see that happening. Uh, you know, waiting a few more years, spending that time working with a financial professional like yourself, Corey, to really strengthen that financial strategy, that can make a world of difference. I mean, you're exactly right, Tony. You know, another sign that you aren't another sign that that you aren't ready to buy a home may be moving frequently. You know, for most folks, buying a home is something of a long-term commitment. You're putting down roots because you intend to stay a while. So if you buy a home and very quickly, therefore, decide to sell it, for whatever reason, you may find it exceedingly challenging to find a fair price, which will leave you potentially eating a financial loss. So that's another thing to be able to think about as well. Yeah. I mean, if there's any chance you're going to have a loss with your home, that is one reason to not buy a home in the first place, because you need to build up equity. You need to own that home a while. Uh, and that's a number of years. Uh, I, I think a lot of people make that mistake as well. And another component of the decision-making process should be the status of the current market. I mean, purchasing a home in a shaky market could have consequences that last for years, right? I mean, you, you have nailed it. You know, purchasing a home that where the market is declining, only to see that market continue to down toward, you know, go downward can be a financial nightmare, even though you're you know, betting on the real estate market completely recovering over time. And though it, that is probably not a terrible bet, you know, it's, you know, there's, it's far from a guarantee. Now, you know, today we're in a great market. 
But who's who knows what it's going to look like two to three years from now, especially for for people or businesses coming out of this pandemic. Hopefully, we've seen you know more of the people that, that lost jobs um, won't have a big impact you know going forward. But you know that's one thing that you don't know. But right now, it is a good market here in, in the Columbus area. So uh, we've had a great show, great talk today so far about home ownership. What do you have for us in our final segment, Corey? Well, you know, Tony, to conclude today's program, I thought it'd be wise to talk about the clear advantages of renting instead of buying. You know, as we discussed throughout the show, owning a home is a goal for many Americans out there and not, you know, getting to that point as quickly as you would like can sometimes seem like a failure. But the fact is there are some very clear financial benefits to renting for the long term and possibly, you know, even forever. Now, I'm going to use an article from Investopedia titled 10 Reasons Why Renting Could Be Better Than Buying. And I think it does an out, you know, really an outstanding job of making the case. The, the first major benefit of renting instead of owning is simply the lack of maintenance costs and repair bills. If you're a renter and the fridge gives out or the furnace starts, you know, sputtering, you know, it's, some, it's someone else's problem. Conversely, if you own a home, you know, and your fridge dies, well, I hope you and your, you know, your credit card or cash can go enjoy the Saturday you're about to spend at the, you know, Home Improvement Center. <laughs> right. And nothing sends a chill down my spine like the furnace making a strange noise because I immediately think of that repair bill and the cost in my mind. Yeah, Tony. And it, usually the furnace goes out to top it all off. When the furnace does go out, it's all usually on the coldest night of the year. <laughs> it always. Never yep. fails. So I think our listeners are already own a home are probably nodding in agreement with some of this stuff. But, you know, earlier in the show, we spoke a little bit about amenities. And the fact is, when you rent, you may be in position, you know, you may actually position yourself to enjoy some really good, you know, great benefits. Swimming pools, fitness centers, you know, heated underground parking. You know, the cost of these amenities, amenities is generally factored, you know, right into your rent. Yeah. I know a few people who have pools at their homes, and you hear more from them about maintenance costs than pool parties. So that's one advantage of renting. Yeah, I don't think that's you know an accident. You know, another big benefit, Tony, is uh, to renting instead of owning is that you don't have to worry about real estate taxes. You know, for a lot of homeowners, real estate taxes can be hefty, um, depending on you know your county or where you live, or even. Uh, locally, right? Um, can tally into you know, thousands of dollars annually. Property taxes are generally calculated using the estimated value of the house and the amount of land it sits on. At, you know, as newly built homes continue to get bigger and bigger, property taxes alone may be something that frees out some of the potential buyers. Yeah, for sure. And I have to confess that not having to pay real estate taxes sounds like a great deal to me. Yeah, I think everyone would, would probably say that. Um, but, you know, Something else I kind of want to discuss along those same lines is that you don't have to worry about a down payment when you rent either. You know, typically renters must pay a security deposit equal to one month's rent. You know, if in theory, if the property hasn't been damaged when you move out, you'll get that deposit back. On the flip side, when you buy a home, you may be required to make a down payment. And as we discussed earlier, that could be a significant amount of money. Yeah, I think you're right that the down payment or lack thereof may make renting long-term more appealing for some people. Yeah. Also, another thing, Tony, that they might find appealing is the flexibility in terms of where they want to live. You know, when you rent, you can live wherever you want. 
You know, let's use New York as an example. You know, when you buy, you're limited by the housing prices, you know, in your preferred location, which for a lot of people means New York is simply unrealistic. However, if you're renting, a life in New York may be a little bit more attainable. Well, are there any benefits to renting for older people who are close to retirement or even already retired? You know, there are, Tony. You know, the most significant of which might be the fact that renting makes downsizing easier. You know, as you age and desire less space and perhaps fewer steps around the house, you can simply get to the end of your lease and then rent a new place that better suits your current needs. You know, renting may also give you more options to move closer to family or to enjoy splitting your time between two homes to take advantage of the seasons as well. Sure. Well, this has been a great discussion, but we're out of time. Corey, is there anything else you want to add before we go today? Yeah, Tony, you know, we covered a lot in this episode. So, you know, for our listeners out there, if you'd like more information about what we've discussed, I encourage you to visit our website at safeharboroh.com or just give us a call at 614-760-0670 really to discuss, you know, how I'll be able to answer any questions or address any concerns that you may have about your retirement. You know, it's our goal to help you prepare the best way possible for retirement because let's face it, you've worked hard and you want to be successful. Again, all I would recommend to you is to set up that initial meeting with me, which again is complimentary with no obligations. All you have to do is give me a call at 614-760-0670. All right. Sounds good, Corey. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with our host, Corey Sickens. Join us soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio. Take care and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group. Call 614-760-0670 or visit their website at financiallyfitoh.com. Corey Sickles and Safe Harbor Retirement Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.